0: The Avengers. That's what we call ourselves Earth's mightiest heroes, type thing. I have an army. We have a Hulk. <laughs>
1: episode 72 of the geek generation i am joined once again by mike colby i am here still no brian Lipsitz. no he said he would join us for the show he right? blew us off i haven't been able to get in touch with him be right maybe he'll sign on mid-episode i don't know maybe maybe uh we are here with a lot of stuff this week yep. uh it's been a couple weeks we have things built up to go over in the second part of the show, we will go over the much-anticipated... It is. ...top ten movies of 2011. By Rob. By me. <laughs> I'm sure Mike might have it's disagreements. It's not the Geek Generation's top ten. It's Rob's top ten. Which means it's the Geek Generation's top ten. This is true. <sighs> yeah. Lord and <laughs> yeah. master. <laughs> okay, macho man. <laughs> oh, Yeah. <laughs> I'm gonna stop now. Fireball, (laughs) fireball. All right, moving on. Before we bore people with our name banter, uh, we have some geek outs and freak outs. Yay! Would you like to go first, Mister Volpe? All right, Mister Volpe, Mister Volpe, dun dun dun. (laughs) Like Mister Crowley? Yeah.
0: All right. No, I, I know that song. All right. All right. I've got the game recent Game Informer. Yes, magazine. you do. I see. Yes, I was just when I was reading through it. They have a list of all the the game developers and all the games that are supposed to come out this year. Okay. And as I was looking through, like my mind was blown. Like last year, I, I didn't really play any new games. Although November was amazing for games. I, I think what's coming this year is going to blow away every other year. All right, let's hear it. Well, let's see. Prototype just I'm not going to go through all of them. Oh, yeah. But obviously one was that popped out. Prototype sure. 2. I know that that game. That was fun in, the first one, yeah. yeah. Unfortunately, there's another Tony Hawk game, but eh. Well, well no, which one is it? It's Tony Hawk's Pro Skater HD. Right. It's a remake of the first. Right. I'm getting
1: that. Are you? In a second. It's 15 bucks. Oh, I didn't know there was only 15. It's bucks. a $15 download. All right, that might be worth it. HD doing. remake of the first. Oh yeah.
0: Uh Doom Four. I didn't even know this was happening. Yeah, this was not on my radar. No, but it's uh, Bethesda mm-hmm. is uh, producing it. Awesome. Yeah, I'm excited. Being like- made by the same guy
1: by ID Software. Yeah, I'm not a big Doom guy, but uh, I can see.
0: Uh, sure. There's another Devil May Cry game coming out. Resident Evil Six. Mm-hmm. Resident Evil Operation Raccoon City, which yep. looks pretty cool. Um, there's Resident Evil Revelations. I don't even know that. That's for, for uh, DS, I believe. That's three Resident Evil games in the same year. Yeah. That's uh, it's pretty crazy. The usual lineup of all the sports games are coming out, mm-hmm. but um, they do another Medal of Honor game, Medal of Honor Two. So I guess they've rebooted that franchise.
1: Yeah, I believe. Yeah, I don't know. Uh,
0: you mentioned the SSX last week. Yep. But that's coming out. Um, another Silent Hill game. Yes, actually a couple. Silent Hill Downpour is, yep. Looks like gonna be the main st- for the main consoles. Yep. Uh, another Alan Wake game. Mm-hmm. Uh, there's another Fable game, Fable the Journey. I don't know if this is going to be a handheld thing. I'm hmm. going to look
1: into it. Um, I'm not familiar with that. Or if this is going to be something... Is that maybe an expansion for three? I don't know. I have no clue. Interesting.
0: Uh, Halo 4, of course, is coming out. Yep. Um, let's see. We're very, we're of, very old
1: techie here, yeah, well, flipping through a magazine. Yeah, no, there's a lot of...
0: <laughs> Uh, fighting games coming out between uh, there's Tekken Tag Tournament Two, yep. Soul Calibur Five, which yep. I think I was already out. Actually, on that. Yeah. yep. Um, Tekken X Street Fighter. Yeah, you're excited for yep.
1: Um, Mario Party Nine. I guess those games are going really well. I am. That's the one thing that I miss from not having a Wii or anything. We used to play the crap out of Mario Party in college, and it was so much fun. Like, when you have a room full of people and you're all playing Mario Party. That's the same thing with all the, like, the Rock Band games. Yeah. Like, they were fun as a, you know. Yeah, but even those, like, people are kind of sick of, I would totally keep playing Mario Party. So much fun. Mm, And and you can be be in any level of, like, gaming skill and still play. Mm -hmm. It's still fun.
0: Hmm. 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 I'll
1: have to give it a try at the
0: next party. Yeah. All right. Uh, there's an aliens game coming out that looks pretty cool. Oh,
1: like the, col- Colonel uh, uh, Colonial Marine. Marines. Yeah, Colonial Marines. Um,
0: there's uh, another Yakuza game coming out. I remember playing one of those. I, I, I thought I never it was all right. Thought much of them. Um, Jack and Daxter collection is coming out. Yep, yep. That's um, the first
1: three Jack and Daxter games. See, well, I think the, the only ones. three.
0: Um, there's a new th- uh, the new the remake of Tomb Raider. Yep. That looks actually pretty Reboot. good.
1: Yep. Tomb Raider, um, yeah. The origin story of Lara Croft.
0: Now, there's uh, Borderlands 2, mm-hmm. Grand Theft Auto 5, possibly. Mm-hmm. Uh, Max Payne 3. Yep, in May. Like This is just a bunch of like Yeah, actually, games. yeah. It does sound pretty impressive. Um, uh, Tale Tell, Tell Games is doing The Walking Dead. Yes. We talked about Episodic. that last week. Um, the new WWE game. Eh, brawl. The yeah. Brawl. Undisputed. UFC Undisputed 3, which you had mentioned. Yep. Assassin's Creed 3. Is that set for next... That's it? Yeah, it, is, yeah. Isn't it? yeah, Yeah. Oh. Every year they've pumped one out. That's true. Wow. Um, Far Cry 3. Did you ever play those games? No. No? No. They got great reviews. Now they're doing a third RPGs? One. It's believe? a first-person shooter. Oh, is it? Yeah. It's. Yeah. It was really...
1: I remember it being very That's realistic. That's probably why I haven't played them, honestly.
0: <laughs> um... Lollipop chainsaw. Yeah,
1: that looks cool. It's
0: pretty much. It's probably going to be a it, very but
1: button mashy hack and slash, but it still looks fun.
0: Yeah. I'm surprised. I'm very surprised. There's another not another left for dead. Did you, did you ever try playing that? Was we played before uh, we? at your place. We played the first one a little bit. I didn't play the second one. Yeah, I'm surprised there's not a third one coming out this year. It's true. How long has it been since the second came out? I don't know. Oh. I don't think it was last year. Was I would it? think with the popularity of zombies right now that they would the capitalize. To
1: yeah, I'm curious to see what this Walking Dead game is going to be like. Well, Telltale is very... Uh, it's adventure-based, so it's probably not going to be a lot of combat, mm-hmm. if any. It's probably going to be very point-and-click adventure style, yeah. which, I don't know, for a zombie game might be less paranoia, but still... I mean, from what I've heard of the Walking Dead series, it's very character driven, mm-hmm. not necessarily about the zombies. Right. So do you really want to play a game that's like all combat against zombies for right. Walking Dead? You know, it doesn't really fit. Yeah. And I wonder if it's going to follow the show or the comic. Mm. Because they are diverging storylines. They are.
0: I don't know, but I mean, there's a whole massive other list of games, but those cool. are just ones that popped out to me. It just seems like it's going to be a really big year for games.
1: Yeah, maybe i will actually play some this year. Uh,
0: maybe <laughs> I know it's tough because it's just like I don't feel like wasting money. I know money. what you mean. I know what you mean. How many games you have sitting on that shelf that you haven't touched?
1: Uh, one, just the one that you wanted to play. Just, just New Vegas. Just yeah. New Vegas. Although I just picked up Heavy Rain. As you can see over there, like it's kind of heavy rain. I just started playing. Uh, I was waiting oh, till is that for the because um, I have the move and yeah. I have the navigation controller now. So that was like thirty bucks because mm-hmm. uh, it's an older game, and I just started playing. It's it's cool. It takes some getting used to, but it's cool. I like it. Mm-hmm. I've only Very put cool. in like an hour so far. Well, I have food here for you
0: to try. Oh, All next right. geek out. Well, yes, it is. Um, it is actually a peanut butter product. Okay, okay. Um, it's called. Uh, it's from a company called Go Nuts. Company um, the woman's out of Warwick So she started making this mm-hmm. um, Just b- for her Family like in a food processor And it's really simple ingredients it's just Peanuts she added whey protein Isolate to it to mm-hmm. add extra protein This one's maple flavored so she added maple Sugar to it flaxseed Xylitol which is for sugar um, And canola oil hmm. So it's it's high it's got A lot of healthy fats it's high in protein um, She's got like six Flavors so if you guys want to check it out you can just go to www.gonutsco.com. Cool. Yep. So Go nuts, co. com. That's right. So here uh, try well, it. What other flavors do they have? She has she does peanut butter and she does almond butter. Yep. Almond butter well, is, is really thick. good. It this is, is very thick. thick. Um she has just chocolate peanut butter. hmm uh, maple peanut butter. She does uh, she does a like a super chocolate uh, almond butter That's not bad No The one that was really good And mm-hmm. it's gonna sound weird I mentioned it to you before the show mm-hmm. She does a chocolate It's actually chocolate almond mint So it's it's almond butter mm-hmm. But with chocolate mint So when you taste it You go oh it tastes like almonds And then the aftertaste is purely chocolate mint Huh? I was like, that would actually. So you had be-
1: described it as peanut butter with chocolate I know, in before, I, yeah, which I was forgot. a little odd sounding, but
0: it, I bet you that'd be really good in like a blender if you mix it up with protein. That sounds interesting. Now I'm like yeah. a gummy, yeah, <laughs> a pretty gummy good though, huh? Yeah, it's the, not the bad. maple taste comes after. Mm. Yeah, it's a really good product. But not she's bad got, at all. I, she's like I said, she's got six different uh, six different flavors. Cool. But the stuff like she started it within her started it in her house, and we are not being paid for this endorsement. No, this no, is- no. <laughs> um, she uh, she spread into some of the local like uh, supplement stores Like where my stuff is mm-hmm. And now she got into the uh, Shaw's Supermarket So she's in almost She's in quite a few of them Oh wow Yep And it's just spreading rapidly Fantastic so, And she's into like She's in Whole Foods She's in Dave's Market Yep Which is You know There's a bunch of Dave's Awesome So it's spreading It's really good stuff You guys should give it a try Sweet. Yeah, it goes for like eight to ten bucks
1: for. Yeah. A- so it's a little pricey, but it's, yeah, it's also like, way yeah, healthier, it's right? It's
0: no different than if you went to buy organic sure. butter. Sure, it's just got extra protein in it. Cool and healthy. And flax fats. seeds always. Yeah, good. yeah. Anything else? Oh, it's got plenty of fiber to help you poop. Oh, that's, that's nice. <laughs> just thought I'd throw that out there. Yeah, thanks, thanks. No problem. Thanks. <laughs> uh, no, there's not much else. I mean, things in general are good. Yeah. Not really geeking out over much more. That's that's
1: pretty good. Life's good. Life, Life is going. good. Things finally, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yep. Two thousand twelve has been much better than two thousand eleven. Yeah. Yeah. Well, yeah. I mean, think about it. We're on episode seventy two right now. Yep. explosion uh, was fifty. Uh, yeah. Last year's top ten movies was twenty two. So mm. we've come a long way. Yeah. Yeah. Even though it still sounds like we're rank amateurs. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Which right. we kind of are. Yeah. That's yeah. all right. Okay, I guess I should geek out now. All right, what are you geeking out Uh, over, Rob? I have a couple different geek outs. The first is actually uh, an app, an iOS app, or a game more specifically. Oh. Everyone's been geeking out over uh, Temple Run. Yeah. Which is like everywhere right now. And I played it a little bit. I was like, it's okay. It's not bad. The whole like turning it left and right annoys the crap out of me. I hate motion-based controls like that. Yeah. Uh, But... I've been playing another one called Don't Run with a Plasma Sword. <laughs> this sounds good. Yeah. Okay. It's um it's basically and I, the whole reason I got it is because I have this other app that gives that tells me when there's like daily free ones. Mm-hmm. And uh and I think I actually saw it on Twitter too. And um it was it was free for the day. So yeah. I downloaded it. I don't know how much it actually is. I think it's only like 99 cents. But uh it's another one of those running games. This one's side scrolling. And plasma sword is obviously so they don't get sued because it's a lightsaber because George Lucas right. would sue them right, and it makes very very similar sounds. Mm-hmm. So the the different the differing factor between this and the other running for distance type games is that you have combat in this one mm-hmm. because you have a plasma sword. So there are certain enemies along the way, aliens and whatnot, and the the it's the generic premise of uh, this alien stole your girlfriend and you're <laughs> going to save her. Happens every day. Every day. So, you take out the plasma sword and you start chasing. And uh, there's, it's cool because it's upgradable as well, not the game itself, but your character. You oh, level cool. up, you get experience, uh, you can increase your jump to a double jump, you can increase the height of it. There's a slide. You can Mm -hmm. increase the distance of your slide. Uh, You can make your plasma sword have like a little wave of energy that comes off of it. That's cool. Uh, You can dive down and create like a shock wave to take out enemies. And this is all happening while you're running. Yeah. And there's power ups throughout the game. There's uh, uh, like little magnets to help you collect things. Uh, There's a shield you can get. You have health. So it's not just you get hit once and you die. Mm -hmm. Uh, You can level up your health, too. So you have a certain amount of times you can get hit throughout the level. It's really, really friggin fun. And I love the hell out of it. And I probably have played way too much of it. Sounds (laughs) like it. Yeah. I get annoyed when I see all the people playing like Temple Run and they're like, I've gotten up to like millions of points on Temple Run. I'm like, what the what what of all like, look at the consoles we have and you're wasting all your time on an iPhone. It's interesting what's happening. Yeah. These
0: games are coming out. They're just taking over between the iPad and the iPhone and Android right. phones. So it's I mean It's a whole new
1: market of video games. I'll play like I'll play a game when I'm upstairs and I am waiting for like something to cook in the oven, you know? Mm-hmm. But I'm not gonna like <laughs> Yeah, I don't really yeah. If I mean if I'm upstairs for like five, ten minutes, it's, I'm not going to come back downstairs and start watching TV or playing a video game. Right. So, and if I'm just sitting upstairs, I'm either listening to something on my iPod, like a talk mm-hmm. show or something, or I'll play a game for like five or ten minutes. Yeah. If I want to play a game, I want to sit down yeah. in front on my Xbox and play a
0: game. Absolutely. But, but if these you're gonna games play do one. come in handy if you're on the plane, on the exactly. plane or if you're traveling. There's you're definitely a a use trip. for them.
1: Yeah, Just make sure you have the fun ones and not wasting your or, time. Or, you know, when you're nose.
0: sitting down and you're really, really excited about the football game that's on, it's a great time to be on Facebook and right. play your game. Exactly. You care so much about the football
1: game. <laughs> that you're being forced to watch. That's right. Yeah. So don't run with a plasma sword. No, that's just my Good rant game. on people commenting about Oh, yeah, that's true. I just find it funny. It is funny. <laughs> Stop tweeting about the thing you're supposed to be watching so much. That's right. Uh, my next geek out is a TV show, Oh. fairly new one, called Alcatraz. You know, (laughs) I saw the previews for that, Yep. and I
0: had said to Heather multiple times, we've got to watch that. I got a DVR, and I forgot to. I know.
1: It's six episodes in so far, I think, and uh, it's pretty good. I like it. It's another J.J. Abrams-inspired show. Basically, the premise, and I think we talked about it before at some point, was in the year that Alcatraz shut down, Uh where they said they were shipping all of their inmates off of the island to other prisons. That's not actually what happened. Even though that's what the mass majority of people believe, what happened? They actually all just disappeared. Have you seen it? You ever been Alcatraz out? Alcatraz itself? Yeah. No. you've have, you've never been out there. I've Did, never been out there.
0: I didn't actually go over to see it, but you can see it from land. Oh yeah, it's quite impressive. Yeah,
1: I have not, but it, I would be interested too, mm. especially after watching this.
0: Well, here's an it. You know, when we go to the San Diego Comic Con, mm-hmm. we'll just road trip all the way up. There you go. And go see it. Yeah. It's only like a 10-hour drive.
1: Oh, that's it? Yeah. <laughs> that's it. Nothing. It is. No joke. <laughs> it's a long ride. But. Um, so, so basically, they all disappear, and slowly they're coming back one by one. Oh. So it's very episodic in that a new inmate is out every show, and there's like a special task force of the FBI that is under... Uh, it's on the DL. Nobody mm-hmm. really knows about it, but they're they're finding these inmates as they come out and recapturing them, oh. and they've actually built like a bunker that's a model of Alcatraz. Wow! So it's a it's like a modern looking version of it, and they're locking them up again. Hmm. So, but there's there's other things going on because yeah. like any episodic show, the that whole like villain of the week thing gets old. Yeah. So they have to do things to twist, and there always has to be a bigger plot. So mm-hmm. that one thing is. Where the hell are these guys coming from? Right. Where did they go when they left? That's like the big mystery going on. Yeah. So it's it is very interesting. There are connections between people in the task force and inmates on Alcatraz, and the the two of the main people that are in it that you would probably know of are Sam Neill, yep, uh, from Grant. Jurassic Park, yep, yep. and uh, uh, Hurley from Lost, Jorge Garcia. He was the the fat so guy. guy, yeah, yeah. He plays a guy who he owns a comic book store, so he's kind of geeky anyway. Why didn't they ever explain in Lost why he didn't lose weight? I don't know.
0: That first thing should have happened. I lost, it should have been like a stomach stapling surgery. Yeah, I agree. Three I months, don't know. weight's gone. <laughs> now he stayed fat.
1: Uh, they didn't explain why a lot of things happened on <laughs> yeah, Lost. <that's> true. <laughs> it was still a good ending. I'll give it that, but they didn't explain why a lot of things happened. But uh, Jorge Garcia, play, yeah, he owns a comic book store, and he's, also an, he's just an expert mm. on Alcatraz. He'd written books on it, and that's why they kind of recruited him for it but it's a very good show i like it i'm digging it so i'm hanging Speaking of comic books to yeah. go off topic for a second did
0: you catch the uh the debut of that uh it's the show that the, the reality show is taking place inside of a oh, uh, comic book man yeah 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 and Bob's Secret. i watched the first episode because this came on last week yeah. after the walking dead and i watched i think the first 15 minutes and i was just like eh.
1: i have heard some people recommend that i watch it and that i'll like it I have also seen other people say that it is an embarrassment to the comic book industry. Well,
0: here is basically what happened,
1: and it, that like comic book artists are actually kind of pissed off at it for some reason. I don't, I don't know why. why.
0: Yeah, I don't know why they would be pissed off. It basically was just no different than like that that show um, Pawn Stars, where right. it's a pawn shop and people come in and try to sell stuff. It's the same thing. The first half of this, the first fifteen minutes I watched, were people coming in and trying to sell them comic books like collectibles and they were like, or just yeah, comic books like this is what it should be worth and they're like it's not worth that much or they'd bring something and they'd be like wow that's actually a huge item we'll give you whatever for it hmm. it, it was you know no different than any other
1: one of those shows but that sounds boring as hell to me yeah i thought it was actually going to be like let's look into the the conversations that people are having in a comic book store because I kind of like a little this, bit of that. You know?
0: There's a little bit of that, but
1: yeah, I don't know if it's like Pawn Stars or anything that bores the hell out. of I don't of me. know how much longer it's going to last. I hate all I'm, those shows where they bring stuff in. And that's it's like exactly oh, what is what this ve- like? What is this worth? There's way too many argue of those over shows. It. Yeah, yeah, it it's was... stupid. Oh, so maybe I won't watch it after all. Yeah. It doesn't sound interesting to me. Um, next thing I'm geeking out over is a movie. Oh. I, I'm, I'm just hitting everything. That's here. fine. <laughs> uh, Chronicle.
0: Oh yeah, I have was, you seen it yet? No, no. I talked. I was
1: thinking about seeing it. I really liked it. It had good ratings. Yeah, it has good ratings. It's not for everybody. Uh, it is a found footage type movie, so you're always looking through a camera that someone's either holding or it's on yep. a building or. But they did it very smartly. Like their the main character has the well, he starts recording his own life. Yeah, uh, just at first as evidence that his father is beating him, mm-hmm. and he wants to prove that. But it's it's obvious in the movie, the preview show that they all get powers right. and they're all very telekinetic based powers. So eventually he can just start floating the camera around. So it still gives a lot of camera yeah. freedom, but he does he doesn't necessarily have to hold it. Like he can be on camera, yeah, and it's still his camera because he's yeah, controlling it. it with his yep. mind, right? So so they have uh, they have a lot of things there. It was put together incredibly well, and the story itself, a lot of people are comparing it to a live action version of Akira which makes sense, I think, for a description. But I loved the hell out of it. I thought it was really, really good. Uh, Really smartly done. Very interesting story. They did leave it open for a sequel. Mm -hmm. I'm not sure I want to see one. Because Mm -hmm. there are things that were not explained, and they don't really even require explanation. Like, they go into the hole, and they see this thing that kind of gives them their abilities Mm -hmm. from, like, the radiation off of it. They never explain what that thing is. Mm -hmm. And honestly, I don't care because it's not important. Yeah. The whole thing is like getting the powers and the journey and what it does mm-hmm. to them as characters. It's just not important where it came from. So I don't know. They did leave it open like I said, but on itself it was it's so far the best movie I've seen this year. Cool. But I mean it's it's February, so <laughs> yeah. there's a lot of time left. There's a
0: lot of movies coming out this year. Yeah, there are.
1: And I I'm highly sure
0: doubt I highly doubt that after you watch Batman, you'll say Chronicle <laughs> was still the best movie I've seen this year. Yeah, I, I highly
1: doubt that yeah. as well. The last one is a video game. Yeah. So I can hit all things all here. You are. All here. media. Yep. Uh, the last one is the beta that I'm in for Starhawk. I don't know what that is. Well, when I bought Uncharted 3, it came with a beta voucher. There are other people playing the beta as well. Uh, Warhawk was a game that came out for a while on PlayStation, mm-hmm. and it was all about controlling... Uh, like, spaceships or jets or whatever with the motion controllers. And oh. it was supposed to be really good, but it just didn't appeal to me. Starhawk is a little different, and right now it's only a multiplayer beta, so there's no single, pl- single player. Mm-hmm. But basically you go in, there's two races right now. There's, like, the the Earthlings and there's the aliens. And it's kind of a mix between, like, a third-person shooter mm-hmm. and, like, a, a real-time strategy game. Oh, so there's the only two modes you can play right now in the beta are capture the flag and team deathmatch. Yep. Um, you both get placed on a world basically, and it's very outer spacey, obviously, hence Starhawk. Yeah. And basically you are one character, but you're part of a team. You can collect energy and build structures. So that's the real time strategy part of it. So yep. you can build like a weapons barrack. You can build like a launch pad for yep. ships and stuff. And there are vehicles too, oh, cool. which is also very cool. You can put on jet packs. Uh, you can get, I've, I can't even remember the names of these stupid things. Um, there's like a warthog type oh, vehicle cool. from yep. Halo. And there's like two seats in the front and there's a gun in the back. It's exactly cool. like the warthog. And there's also the coolest vehicle is the Hawk, which is a mech that transforms into a jet cool and it flies around you can transform on the fly so you start flying around you transform back into the mac and you can fire around and stuff it's really well made and really cool so i'm very curious to see what the single player is going to be like and uh i'm actually like so i'm not a huge multiplayer gamer but yeah. i'm enjoying the hell out of this game cool. multiplayer wise so it might be worth getting even for just that aspect yeah. if you're a multiplayer person very cool yeah so that's cool those are all my geek outs oh freak out any freak outs mike
0: um yeah, I'll just talk about my car. Okay. A couple of weeks ago I was parked at Heather's house and this is this is like a a side street off of a main road. Mm-hmm. Um it's like one of those developments, just a ton of houses in there. But the streets are wide, really wide. Mm. Like they used to the road used to be split so okay. that there was like a A divider in the middle With like grass and everything Yep So that's how wide they got rid of that So now this road's That wide Like where They didn't change The width of the road It's really wide Okay And you'll see why I keep saying wide road Yeah So I'm parked at her house Flush against the curb Yeah Just sitting in the house Having this conversation I think I'm gonna pay off my car Next thing I know Her mother runs in And goes Somebody just drove Into your car And I was just like I looked at her And nah She goes Seriously Get up, somebody just drove into your car I was just like, of course they oh my did God. Of course they did I walk outside and this lady driving a RAV4 hit, I have a Nissan Altima mm-hmm. Her RAV4 just right into the back of my car So like, I walk up to her And she's freaking out And I'm like, relax, I'm not angry yeah. yeah, whatever. Of course, at this point, why not? <laughs> I was just like, but like, how did you not see my car? How right. did you just drive into it? And the road is so
1: wide. <laughs> right. And she's like,
0: I don't know. I drive down this road all the time. I just didn't see it. So obviously, she was not looking at the road. Yeah. She, was either, she was 62. So I highly doubt texting was an issue. Right. Uh, I'm thinking... You never know, though. You never know. I'm thinking phone rang or sure. she's switching the radio station, something. Just she not was not looking. looking. Yeah. But the... The amazing thing, and I just want to say right now, is that the Nissan Altima is greater than, with a little greater than symbol, <laughs> the RAV4, because her car was torn open. Wow. The windshield was cracked. The whole front of her car was torn open. Like, the windshield wiper fluid bot container yeah. was hanging out of her car. The whole front smashed. The lights are all broken. My car had $4,800 worth of damage, and I just got it back. Yeah. I can't imagine what her car had for damage. But my bumper was dented in. Though the the driver's side um, rear like light was mm-hmm. broken. Mine was drivable. Her car was not drivable. Wow. They tried to drive it away. I don't think they made it far. Holy crap! Like, it was just smashed open. How hard must she have hit your car? I don't think she couldn't have been going more than thirty miles an hour. But just just I'm looking at me, her
1: car was like plastic. I, I can't I felt help, like My
0: car was a tank. I can't she, help
1: thinking of uh like that moment when you get in a car accident and. Especially if you're getting hit from behind, yeah, and you're like, "Oh crap!" But it's that like that that surreal, like weird moment. Yeah, I'm trying to imagine what it would be like to be in that same moment, and then realize it is blatantly your fault, and you hit a parked car. Car. Yeah, like take take that other oh crap, and like magnify it 50 times. Right. I don't know. I don't know what she was
0: thinking, (laughs) (laughs) but you know. Yeah, it just sucked I was just like, here we go So then they threw me Fortunately, the insurance company, the rental car company It's all being paid for by her insurance Mm -hmm. But they got me set up in a rental car quick The problem was that they gave me a Cadillac STS Now, many people were like, oh, that's awesome Not at 19 miles a gallon Highway You know what that I was getting gas I got gas five times in two weeks Holy crap Yeah, full tanks Five times That's insane it killed
1: me. I get gas like once every other week. Yeah. I, I just it like, helps that is, I have a one minute commute to work. I mean, that does help. Yeah. You could walk to work if you really wanted yeah. to. I, I think I it's a one mile commute. Yeah. Yeah. Well then you're driving <laughs> sixty miles an hour, aren't you? We're <laughs> getting that done in one minute. No, no, it's like three minutes. No.
0: But it was just stupid. Yeah. That that's really it. Yeah. That's the only stupid thing and thing that's really been bothering me.
1: Oh wow. It's a positive time then. Yeah. We can gauge our life based on our geek out to yeah, freak out so. ratio. <laughs> I'm excited <laughs> about go. video games
0: and peanut butter. And,
1: yeah. you know, Well, fortunately, I have more geek outs and freak outs, too, this week. So I guess things aren't too bad. All right. Uh, I have two freak outs. The first one is not really geek related, but just something that pissed me off to see. Um, but it is TV related. So I guess it does tie into our show somewhat. The whole Chris Brown performing at the Grammys thing is ridiculous. The the Grammys. The Grammys the music awards. I, know. Yeah, I don't I don't watch know. any of that I, stuff. I don't watch any of them either. But Twitter and Facebook tell me everything that happens every second of the day. True. Why do we watch TV anymore? Exactly. I don't need to. Twitter's way more entertaining for these things. So uh, people are outraged. I don't care that he won a Grammy. These awards mean nothing. They're awards no, they given to people by the people awarding them. Yeah. Basically. I don't give a crap about the Oscars. I don't give a crap about the Grammys. I don't give a crap about any of those award shows. That's, just why, we, that's why we started the Geekies, because all those other shows are bull, and they're not really voted on by anything. But the fact that they would ask him to perform, the Chris Brown, former uh, beater of women, or maybe current beater of women, I don't even know. Mm-hmm. And uh, the fact that he would be asked to perform at the Grammys is just sickening to me. Absolutely sickening. And I, I retweeted a bunch of people that that were putting out statements that were really funny, like, uh, the Grammys, where we don't care if you've beaten women or blah, 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 like all these <laughs> yeah. little things like that. And there were a lot of funny comments like that. But it is, it is absolutely appalling to see. Yeah. It's even worse when the next day you see people putting posts up of uh, just horrible people on Twitter, and most of them being like teenage girls, saying things like, oh, Chris Brown can beat me anytime. Like... Are, are, you, are you freaking kidding me? Like, he's so hot. He can he can punch me. In the, there were literally people that said Chris Brown is so hot. He can punch me in the face whenever he wants that. Yeah. That is just the awful. end of the world's coming. <laughs> it's over. This it's is, just this awful. Is, where are we going from here? It's just so chaos. Awful. So that just it really, it really, really, really sickened me. He should not be. Uh, you can give him any award you want. He should not be asked to be Couldn't there, be? let alone perform. Brianna? Yeah. Yeah. There are pictures of her online, there's the police police report everywhere, and people are just like, Chris Brown's hot. That's all that
0: matters these days, I guess.
1: Anyway, Mm. uh, I'm also freaking out over another TV show that I watched with a couple friends, and I was really surprised because it has gotten great reviews. Mm -hmm. Uh, The River, have you heard of it? No? No. Uh, Basically, it's about it's kind of like a Steve Irwin set up at the beginning. It's a drama show, so it's yeah. not like an actual nature show. But Bruce Greenwood plays a guy who's very like Steve Irwin goes out nature yeah. guy uh, and his family are all on TV over the years. And he disappears like in a place, in a river in the Amazon. Sounds interesting. So he disappears. His family doesn't believe that he's dead and they go to look for him. But all the clues lead to this uncharted river. It's not on any maps. Yep, and this is where he supposedly is, and it stretches out and winds all over the place. Sounds great. It sounds great. It is the biggest ripoff of Lost that I've ever oh. seen. Yeah, uh, it's also on the same channel. It's got a lot of the same. It's mm. it's just it's a huge Lost ripoff. The parallels that I saw between it and Lost are insane amount of parallels. I would go over them all, but I don't even remember them all. There are so many. <laughs> And uh the worst part of all is that it's just a bad show too. Oh. Like it's corny, it's contrived, it's it's just horrible. Like we watched the first uh we were going we were watching the first episode and I thought after we watched it we'd be done and then they wanted to watch the second one, I was like, Oh, this is torture. Like it was so yeah. bad. And and they didn't like it either. Mm. I didn't know why we were continuing to watch it. Well maybe it's one of those let's see Give if it, it gets better. Right. Right. I don't know. it's just oh it's so it's so cheesy and the other thing is it is a found footage thing just like chronicle was but they they stretch it even further like why the hell is there a camera in this position like they're on a boat oh yeah they're on a boat and yes it was a boat used to film the show but there are cameras in just like obscure places everywhere and it's it's strange like there's no reason there should be certain angles and I don't know. It was just, like it tries to be creepy and it ends up being funny. That kind of Seems thing. Seems
0: like a show that could have been wrapped up into a movie. It, it doesn't d- seem right. like something you want to. How far do you drag it out? Right. I don't know. I agree. It's it could have been actually a really good movie. Possibly. An hour and a half, two hour movie. Not if
1: they did it with what. They no, did. <laughs> but the concept. Is <laughs> yeah. Good. Yeah. I don't know. It just it just fell very flat for me and I didn't like it. Great at all. concept. Poor execution. Very poor execution. Do not care for mm. the river. Uh, that's all I got, though. So I guess it's about time to it's take an a break. Easy week, yeah, it's about that time to take a break too. We actually got through, uh, through okay. about a half hour. Let's take already. a break. So we will be right back with the top ten movies of 2011. Hey, Amazon users! If you'd like to help support the show, please go to thegeekgeneration.com/Amazon, which will bring you right to the Amazon homepage. If you make a purchase after using this link, you've helped the show by earning us a commission, and it won't cost you any extra money. Please use this link for all your future Amazon shopping. That's thegeekgeneration.com/slash Amazon. Hey, this is Chris Gore. You're listening to The Geek Generation Nerds Rule! makes sense for G4's movie expert to bring us back and yeah, uh, talk about some movies. movie episode. Uh We are going to get to the top 10 movies of 2011. But before we do, we played a game when Chris Gore was here with us. It was when we introduced the game and we thought it'd be a good time to uh, go over some more now. So F Marry Kill. <laughs> yes, Mike, we can do some F Marry Kill. Actually, we should do that. Again I still in the think
0: we need to add that fourth option with F Marry Kill Impregnate. Impregnate. It does create a whole new it dynamic. It does because if you're going to impregnate a girl, yeah. now you're stuck with whatever comes out of her for 18 years. This is well, true. That's, well, <laughs> for for the rest of your well, life. No, you you pay don't pay leave it, your though. kids out No, but you've got to pay
1: for
0: it. <laughs> yeah, And you're stuck uh, with
1: her, too. That's true. So, you, so there's no escape. You can't even divorce and move away after the marriage. It's, it's and a permanent look, the tie. What's even is
0: that you're going to marry one of them and impregnate another one.
1: Yeah. That's oh. a whole new like whole you got to decide. Like, we'll, can we'll, I play do it? Yeah. we'll play that yeah. eventually. We'll play. We'll uh, play. But right now we're going to play bootleg. All right. Bootleg. So Was that you? Yeah.
0: Was that you? Yeah, well, I that's didn't that's know. I just guessed. Who else way. is going to do this stuff for from, me? It's funny.
1: Somebody's got to do it. voice was so deep. Well, I modified it. Bootleg. Yeah. My voice is pretty deep anyway. Boom, 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 boom. boom. Batman. <laughs> Batman. <laughs> um, so basically, we we did this on the Chris Gore episode, and I do want to, once again, give credit to uh, Scott C.K. Toomey and Meg for coming up with this uh, concept. And basically, the way Bootleg works is that there are two actors or actresses, or I guess they don't even have to be that, celebrities is fine, Yeah, that kind of occupy the same space in your mind. Greg Fitzsimmons did do something similar on his show. There is a bit of a twist. He called it half a man, though. Um, oh. There is a, Ours is slightly different because it's a modification. Yep. Uh, instead of just saying the two people, we actually have to qualify one as being more prominent mm-hmm. and then the other being a bootleg version of the original. Yep. And that can change. The one that is more prominent is not the bootleg, but it can swap over time as one becomes more prominent. Mm-hmm. So... It can change, but I'm going to go over three different bootlegs I have now, and I'm hoping that the listeners out there might be able to come up with some more. Yeah, come on, people. So here's one. How familiar with Lost are you? Uh, Moderately. Not Do you, much. Did you know the women involved in Lost?
0: Saw so, like by face.
1: Okay, uh, Evangeline Lilly. She was Kate in Lost, and she was also in Real Steel with Hugh Jackman recently. Now I know what you're talking about. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, I would say she is the bootleg Kate Beckinsale.
0: <laughs> yeah, I can see that. Yeah? I see it, yeah. Yeah, there's a similar look there. Yeah, there is. And you can see yeah. them playing
1: similar type roles. That's a good one. So that's, uh, that's one. Uh, Evangeline Lilly as the bootleg Kate Beckinsale. Uh-huh. Uh, another one, Jennifer Morrison. She was recently on, I think, uh, last season, she was on How I Met Your Mother, She is the lead now in Once Upon a Time, which is a show on ABC. I believe ABC. Mm -hmm. And I would say she is the bootleg Alicia Cuthbert from 24. Oh. Although... I have to look them up. Although this is is the debate that needs to be had, is that I don't know if Jennifer Morrison is now becoming more prominent than Alicia Cuthbert. Because... While she was very big when 24 was on, Mm -hmm. she's done a couple movie roles since then, but as far as I know, her presence has kind of dropped off. And Jennifer Morrison. Oh, she's cute. Yeah. Jennifer Morrison has definitely gone up in prominence. Actually, did you see Warrior? Yes. She was uh, the wife. Oh, yeah. She was the wife in Warrior as well. So I can see that then. Yeah. So I'm not sure which one's the bootleg anymore, though. Yeah, I don't know. Because Alicia Cuthbert, I think, is still more well known, but she's not prominent right now. Jennifer Mm -hmm. Morrison is definitely very prominent. Then it's going to have to switch for now. So maybe that's something we need feedback on. Yeah. Who is the bootleg of who? Is it Alicia Cuthbert or is it Jennifer Morrison that's <laughs> Somebody
0: manipulated her photo and made her mouth real big. Oh, my God. <laughs> yeah, that's great.
1: <laughs> you guys can't see it. Just Google yeah, it. Yeah, Google. Uh, one more. One more. Yep. This one I would think you would know the two people involved. I'm ready to Google just Oh, okay. In case. Gary Busey. Oh, well, yeah. <laughs> is the bootleg Nick Nolte? <laughs> yeah, he is. Right?
0: I feel like it's the... Um...
1: Yeah, because Gary Busey went nuts after. Gary Busey will yeah. never be more than somebody else. I don't think it will always be <laughs> Nick Nolte. Will always be considered see, better. I than I see Gary what you're Busey. saying. Yeah. yeah, and I feel that like was a good one. You came up with that one. That was, uh, I believe I came up with this. That, that was good. The, the thing is, you you've probably heard people talk about these things before, so yeah. they might not all be originally my thoughts. No, I was just saying that. I, I was think good most though, of them like, are. Even, because you tell me to do it, i sit here and go, oh, I don't even yeah. know where to start. Well, you got to come up with suit and eventually, Mike Volpe. You need to.
0: The River is a bootleg version of <laughs> Lost? <Yeah. laughs> it doesn't work like
1: that, but oh, maybe it, it
0: should. All right. Maybe it should. John Cena is a bootleg version of The Rock. The Rock is a bootleg version of Hulk Hogan. And it kind of <laughs> stops there, because who
1: was before Hogan? <laughs> mm. Nobody was like that. I would do it with movies, but then we're entering into mirror movie right. category, which is right. another thing we'll be doing. Yeah. Mirror movies. So, yeah, that's my bootleg good. for this week. And I'm hoping uh, that people will write into podcast at thegeekgeneration.com or they will tweet them to geekgeneration on Twitter. Yeah. Let's see what will, you got. Yeah, let see what you guys can come up with. We will feature some of your bootlegs. And do let me know is it Jennifer Morrison or is it Alicia Cuthbert? That mm. is the bootleg of the other because I want to know that. Uh, it's time to get into the countdown. Mm. So, here we go.
0: Eight, seven.
1: Rock and music into the countdown. Yeah. It's another machiné supremacy song. They're prominent here on the Geek Generation. Dun, dun, dun. I'm just going to enjoy it for a second. That's <laughs> anyway, that's this good. is the top ten movies of 2011. And uh, I do this every year. There's a whole lot of work that goes into this. Mm-hmm. A lot. I watch a lot of garbage. You do watch a lot of garbage. A lot of garbage so that people can uh, get the benefits of my wisdom. You know, that's
0: one thing people are like, oh, I wish I was a game tester or I wish I was this or that. You, you got to remember that for the one good thing, there was probably 10 to 20 really shitty things. Oh, yeah.
1: Yeah, there are. So
0: I'm yeah. glad you watch all this <laughs> shit. <laughs> it's like, I don't know if I, my brain could handle watching crap after. I just can't sit through movies sometimes. Yeah.
1: And sometimes I, I don't know what's wrong. I think I just have a completionist mentality. Mm. Like I hated Scream 4 so much that I wanted to turn it off, but I watched it at double speed. Just to get oh, through it right. all, yeah.
0: <laughs> so, by the way, I'm glad you like that movie that I recommended a few weeks ago in just eight sixty. Yes, mm-hmm. yes, that was very good. A movie that I don't. Well, two thousand two was so far ago. I, I, I think. But didn't like Spider Man come out? There was another Spider Man mm-hmm. movie. Two thousand two is a big year. I don't know what happened to this movie. If it was
1: in theaters, I don't think it was in theaters. This was a good movie. It was really this is a movie good. That I liked they should it. put in theaters now. I think so. I really liked it. I thought it was good. Mm. At first I was it was like over two hours or something. It was a long movie, but, but it's really quickly
0: it. and Doc Brown and Marty McFly are both in the movie. I know. That but seems not as so those characters. Random. But it was so great to yeah. see that.
1: Yeah. It seemed very strange that Michael J. Fox would be in it for the short time that he was. But it was a good spot. But it was with him good. It. Yeah. it was <laughs> great. And Gary Oldman was yeah. awesome. It was a good really good movie. It was really good. Interstate sixty. Check it out, people. But now. But now. Rob's top <laughs> 10. So I had planned. I do like to tell people just how much I watched in the previous year. So yeah. I feel like it qualifies my opinion okay. as uh, giving my experience. I had planned on watching 107 movies last year, which is a lot. How did you come up with that number? I, I wrote down the ones on the schedule that. I wanted to see, or I thought would be even in consideration for the list. This is A
0: movies and B movies? This is is everything
1: that that came out last year. I I made a list of 107, and I said, these are the ones I want to watch by the end of the year. I never watch them all. It's just impossible. I saw 78 of them, though, which is the best I have done so far. Last year, I watched 70 out of my plans. I watched 78 this year. And it's also why the list is a little later than it was last year. I like doing it in February because it's it gives me a little time to catch up on like December's releases. Yeah. So I watched seventy eight out of them, and out of the seventy eight that I watched, these are the ten best ones I think. They might not even be the best movies. They're my my yeah. ten best movies of what I thought were the most enjoyable. Or some of them are obviously not as well be great made to hear as what others. The listeners
0: think too. Yeah. After.
1: Yeah. Like they their top. They don't have to be top ten. Yeah. Top three. Yeah. Give me top a top five. three, maybe. Yeah. Give us or one. Just tell me your favorite one. <laughs> That's fine. Just tell us you're listening. <laughs> Somebody talk to me. <laughs> All right, let's do this. All right. Uh number 10, the Lincoln lawyer. Did you see this? I didn't. No. Uh, I was very apprehensive at first to even watch this because I'm not a huge Matthew McConaughey fan. No, me neither. So, and I really hadn't seen him in anything recently. It kind of fallen out of the public eye and I think it had to do with his whole, yeah. like, stories of him playing the bongos naked in his house or something <laughs> while he was high on something. I don't know. Uh, but Matthew McConaughey stars as a uh, a lawyer and he gets presented with a case by Ryan Philippi, who is his client. Mm-hmm. And uh, another actor that just went away. Yeah. Yeah. And it kind of has to do with like a whole like beating of a girl and or beating oh, a I prostitute or that. something like that. She's well, um, prostitute, right? Yeah,
0: <laughs> Mike. I'm <You're> just saying. Do <laughs> that. Grand Theft Auto.
1: <laughs> um So... It it did, while I was very apprehensive, and maybe it was my low expectations that made it seem that much better. When I saw the preview, I was like, that looks really good, except Matthew McConaughey's starring in it. But when I watched it, it was really, really well done. And it has a lot of twisting and turning throughout it. And it's not for the sake of twisting and turning, which is the nicest part. It's actually just a really well-made-up story. Mm -hmm. And it follows it well. And you don't see things happen that do happen. Cool. Yeah. Maybe I was naive in that I didn't see certain things coming, but I I can generally predict a lot of movies very well because I watch so many that the formulas it's like seeing The Matrix. (laughs) (laughs) So generally, I'm very good at predicting, but this one caught me off guard, and I really liked it. That's good. Yeah. So that's the number 10. Okay. Uh, Number 9 is a movie that came out much earlier in the year, Limitless. Oh, yeah. Which did, I didn't see, see but didn't I say. thought it was a cool concept. Yeah, and that was the thing that grabbed me right away. Is conceptually, I was like, yeah. "That's awesome." The the guy takes a little pill. I mean, I am straight edge, so yeah. <laughs> really taking a drug that would do something would be out of the realm of what I would even consider. But it's an interesting what if, like if there was a pill that could give you nearly unlimited brain power. Mm -hmm. would you take it turns on your entire brain right activates everything the guy becomes like a success in months and like so many different things he can learn languages just by overhearing in the background like it's crazy but there's a whole other side to it like now what happens with that that change in your life that rise to power that rise in money um where is this pill coming from what happens when do they dive into what happens
0: when the pill wears off yes oh because then what happens when you have all this and suddenly it your brain
1: starts to shut down. There's a point where he runs out. uh uh-uh. Oh, and now what? Yeah. So there, there's a lot of, and, and then there's the thought of, well, how much of this is the pill, and how much of this is you now? Yeah. Like, where did you go? Is this, is this still you, or is this the pill, like in your body, more yeah. or less, kind of taking over your brain? And granted, it's not actually; it's all from his brain. Yeah. But how much can you say is really still you if it's chemically powered? Right. So, but it was, it was another one that had a lot of good, uh, twists and stuff. There is one subplot in the movie that's Mm -hmm. very forgettable. And you're like, why'd they even do that? And it's just kind of stupid, but by the end of the movie and they don't address it like after it happens. So I think, (laughs) I don't know why they didn't just edit it out, but it, it, by the end of the movie, you're like, I don't even care that much. Like it's fine, whatever. So, but overall it was very, very good. Mm -hmm. And I think one of, uh, Bradley Cooper's like, he doesn't have a lot of leading movies. But this Go was on. one where he really was able to express what he can do, mm-hmm. which was nice. Number eight, Batman Year One. Yes. Uh, second year in a yes. row that there is a direct-to-DVD, DC animated movie on here.
0: Yeah.
1: And the second year in a row, it's a Batman movie. Oh. And yes, I know people are saying that I'm biased, and that's fine. That's absolutely fine. Well, it's your list. Well, yeah, but. <laughs> no, but it's your list. Yeah, yeah, that's
0: true. Whoops, sorry. but um, that's fine.
1: Uh, Batman year one is probably the most accurate of DC uh, animated direct to DVD movies from going between accuracy between comic and movie. Mm -hmm. Uh, This one's actually centered more on Lieutenant Gordon than it is Batman. So it is from his perspective for the most part. Mm -hmm. But the coolest thing about this is this is also one of the most popular Batman stories in the history of the character. So, and it's really like how he became to be, how he came to be Batman. Like it's year one. Yeah. This is him kind of figuring it all out. It's freshman year. Freshman year. Yeah. Yep. He's still getting beaten up by the bullies and right, <laughs> but he beats them back. And now he beats them back. Yeah. Yes, he does. Uh, but it was, it was amazing. Really, really great movie. Loved it. Cool. Not a lot I can say beyond that. If you've read the book, you'll love the movie easily. Is that stuff we saw footage from at Comic-Con? The Catwoman short that we watched is from this DVD or this Blu-ray or whatever version of it you watch. Yeah. Uh, Number seven. I know. I know. Harry Potter and the Deathly Hallows Part 2. I quit. (laughs) (laughs) That's fine. That's fine. Uh, Harry Potter got bumped off of my list last year. It was going to be number 10, and then I saw The Fighter, and it got bumped off. Uh. Uh, But part two is obviously much more epic than part one. Yep. This is the ending of the saga. I mean, this is the final Harry Potter movie. This is how it all ends. The scope and the scale of this movie is obviously much larger than the others. It is interesting to see how the franchise has evolved over time from like a kid's movie where they're still kids and it was definitely focused and centered for kids to now they're all grown up. And it's a much more mature themed, darker toned much more real well realistic in the world of wizards right. and fantasy but this movie overall was it was great i really really liked it and i am not a reader of the harry potter books so for this movie to make it in the list i'm a fan of the movies but this is the this is the one this mm. is the final ending of it all and it was great i liked it did they show uh him grown up at the end like i know
0: at the end of the book i remember Jeff right. telling me that right. he was grown up they had kids they do. They do. Was grown up Harry Potter played by Bob Saget? Because I feel like <laughs>
1: Harry Potter grown up would be Bob Saget. Honestly, enough, that was probably the weirdest part of the movie because it was the same two people playing them. Oh, and they did a little bit of like old person makeup, but it didn't look right. Like they didn't even look that much older. Yeah, it should
0: have been Bob Saget. <laughs> it didn't look little that thing much older.
1: It was. Yeah. It was kind of weird. Oh, kind of out of place. Didn't care for it much. Not too much. Didn't care for it much. Not that part. Number six, oh. Thor. Oh, Thor Thor
0: smash. <laughs> That's Hulk.
1: <laughs> I know, but Thor has a hammer. He smashed Yeah, uh, like Thor crush. I think one of the reasons Thor is viewed so highly, not only by me, but by everyone else is because it surpassed expectations.
0: Yeah. When they said they were doing a Thor, all you could think of was the helmet with the little wings. bullshit wing. Yeah. Like,
1: stupid. Everyone's like, oh, I'm doing seen Thor. It. You still haven't uh, seen no. it? Really? Well, the, the best thing to know about Thor. probably see the Avengers. Yeah. You know, I don't know. I just never cared for Thor when I was younger. The best thing easily uh, about Thor is the fact that it was just fun. Like, a lot of movies, they don't, I don't know. I don't even know how to describe it necessarily. I think it was a large part just surpassing the expectations. Yeah. But like, Kenneth Branagh being a part of it. Made a huge difference. Uh, Anthony Hopkins, Idris Elba, Natalie Portman. Yeah. Even though the, the chemistry between Natalie Portman and Chris Hemsworth could have been better, it was fine. It wasn't the biggest part of the movie. And the stuff on Asgard is definitely way cooler than the stuff on Earth. Yeah. But overall, uh, it was a great way to set up. And it really all it was was a setup for the Avengers. And I think it was even better than just being a setup. Mm-hmm. It was a fun, good movie. And, and not without its faults, of course, but it was still very enjoyable. I liked it. Hmm. 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 No comments on all these movies you haven't seen. No, because I haven't seen I them. I well, I didn't see Harry Potter. I was just curious. though. Oh, well, I knew you wouldn't see Harry Potter. No. <laughs> Number five. And I think this is the top comedy for me of last year. Oh? Take Me Home Tonight. Really? Yep. What's that look like? Did you see it? it was in it? It was to Topher this. Grace, uh, Anna Faris. Teresa no, but Palmer. I love Anna Faris. Oh, yeah. yeah. She's not even like the lead. Yeah. She plays Topher's twin sister in the movie. Sorry, right, as long as she's in it. <laughs> really? It. Yeah, I like her. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I think she's very funny. She is. There's something about a funny girl. Yeah, you know. She's almost a little too much though. Like mm. not Jenny McCarthy-ish. Not enough Jenny. Mac- like Jenny McCarthy is ridiculous. Who's the fat guy in the bottom right corner? I don't know. I forget his name. Uh. But uh, he Teresa just looks Palmer, knowing, like I don't want to see yeah, him. Yeah, Teresa Palmer. That works too. Love her. But take me home tonight. It was described by Topher Grace that they were trying to create a generational film, kind of like uh, Dazed and Confused was a movie created in the nineties about the seventies. Um, American Graffiti was one created yeah. not in the decade about an older decade, and they, they no one had really done it for the eighties. So that's what they wanted oh. to do. So they said. You mean, we- Hot Tub Time Machine wasn't that movie about the 80s <laughs> no i felt it like was, it was it was a great movie about the 80s but it was parodying the 80s yeah. a lot where this one was just trying to be in yeah in the 80s not so much making fun of it but uh just kind of living in the time period so if you if you grew up in the 80s like if you were living through the 80s or if you were a child of the 80s you'll make some connections here like topher grace's character works at suncoast video which isn't around anymore no. but it was definitely the like the major video store of yep. the time. So little things like that are funny, but it is kind of the classic uh, outcast or nerdier type guy getting the popular girl in school type thing. Yep. And it's that whole tale. Over the, and there's like one big party and mm-hmm. that whole thing. So it's, it's a formula we've seen, but it's very good. It was very funny. Did it, and I liked it. Did it accomplish what it wanted to Absolutely. accomplish? I think it did. I think, um, and he mentioned this, too, is that these type of movies tend to launch people. Yeah. And if we look ahead to, like, 2020 Mm -hmm. or even further ahead, a lot of the people in this movie will be some of the bigger stars in the future. I don't even have to go that far. Probably not. I mean, like, Topher Grace is already a pretty big name. But, Mm -hmm. like, Teresa Palmer is still building and building. Yeah, Anna Faris is up there. But she's building, too. So, yeah. All these people will be even more so. Like, they'll be the Brad Pitt's and the Angelina Jolie's of the future, more or less. But it was very good. Very funny. Number four. Mm. Source Code. Another one I didn't see. Source Code that was... was the Justin Timberlake? No. No. What was the... Oh, that was the You were thinking thing. of In Time. Yeah. Uh, source Code was with Jake Gyllenhaal. And sure. it was about a guy in the... A captain in the military. Oh, yes. yes. Now I remember this. Who goes... Did you see it? No. No. Um, He goes on a train or uh, there was a train crash. Right. And there was a bomb. Someone put it on the train. Yep. And there's another bomb floating around the city. And what they need this captain to do is use this machine that goes into the source code. Mm -hmm. And it basically allows him to live someone's life pre-mortem right before they die. The eight minutes up until the point where they died. yeah. So he, like Groundhog Day, he has to keep reliving this moment over and over, yep. trying to unravel the clues of who the bomber is and where that other bomb in mm-hmm. the city might be in present day. So, and it's not even present day. I mean, this is like something that happened a week prior to yeah. the events of the movie. So the, he has to unravel this in just eight-minute chunks to kind of piece it together. And while that alone, premise-wise, is very cool, yep. there's a whole nother level that's going on in the movie that they don't address in the trailers, which I'm thankful about. Yeah. And there's a whole nother thing happening that I'm not going to tell people about. Cause it would ruin right, a major cool. part of the movie, but there's even more than there's more than meets the eye, ah. <laughs> not to throw in the blade and transformers reference, but there is, there's definitely more going on here and it, ended, it ends up becoming a movie. I think about in the same way I, I like to compare it to, and I did in my review. I said it was kind of like the matrix. It's yeah. Groundhog Day meets American Beauty. And mm-hmm. the other two pieces might seem very obvious, The Matrix and Groundhog Day. But for me, American Beauty was a movie that after I watched it, I was like, you just feel that much more valuing your life. Right. You just like look at it and you're like, wow, life is awesome. and yeah. I'm so thankful I'm alive and all this stuff. And Source Code ends up being kind of like that. Hmm. And you're like, what the hell? How could a movie like this end up doing that? But Yeah. Uh it does, and it's actually the uh the second movie by Duncan Jones, who also did Moon, which was highly acclaimed, starring mm. Sam Rockwell and Duncan Jones is the son of David Bowie, oh, yeah, he uses another name for that reason, yeah, he doesn't want to capitalize on it makes sense yeah, I think I it's guess. actually his real, work hard. It's his real legal name too he't oh, use because David Bowie changed his name, his last name was originally Jones, so source code number four uh-huh number three x-men first class uh-huh one you have seen i saw it yes
0: uh yeah i watched it i rented it no yeah. i
1: didn't no yes no
0: i bought it you bought it it. Was an impulse buy oh i was at a register at like a cvs yep. and it was there and i was like oh, i'll buy it <laughs> only because yes. i knew about the cameo
1: oh okay and that
0: was i, was, I just want to see what wolverine does yeah <laughs> And it was was great. It It was. It was was very unexpected.
1: X-Men First Class was one of those movies that could have gone either way. Yeah. Because people looked at the previews. We've seen what's happened to the X-Men franchise. First one, not bad. Second one, really good. Mm -hmm. Third one. Well, that's because they lost their director. Yeah. To go do Superman. Well, it was just a horrible script, too. Yeah. And then they, And this one doesn't have the same director, either. This is Matthew Vaughn, Mm -hmm. the same guy who did Kick-Ass. Yeah, which was great. And uh, this not only reinvigorated the franchise, I think, but was also the best of the previous X-Men movies. I thought this one topped all of them. Really? I did. I really liked X-Men 2. It was good. X-Men 2 was good. Mm -hmm. But I think this one tops them. And largely in part because of the performances of James McAvoy and Michael Fassbender. Magneto was awesome. It was their origin story. Yeah. 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 And there is already talk of a sequel. So, I don't X-Men know second class. I know, that's, that's what everyone's saying. Well, I'd like I to see Gambit and Rogue and Wolverine all... I think eventually what? they'll get they to that point. They could do it without
0: Wolverine. They, they could. could do it. He doesn't have to be in it because, you know, Hugh Jackman's on, what, his fifth movie as Wolverine. Yeah. They and could, Wolverine's kind of doing his own there, thing now yeah, anyway. Yeah, there are other characters that people want to see. Yeah. The kid who played Gambit, I thought, did a good job. Yeah, I him back, liked him.
1: I liked him. He's fine. I'll have to see where they go. But I loved X-Men first class. And the the best thing about it is that while some of the previous movies started to kind of get away from the underlying message of the comics, yeah. the comics are always about uh, the minority thing and being accepted yeah. and being different than the Just rest of society for and equality and all that. And this movie nailed it more than any of the prior ones, I thought. Mm. And that's really what the X-Men comic is all about mm-hmm. when you get down to it. Uh, number two. Captain America, the first Avenger. Captain America was the perfect combination of comic book cheese, as I like to call it, and having just a really grounded in reality, interesting story. So there were parts where it got corny, Mm -hmm. but it was okay. Because you go, it's a comic book movie, right? And it's a period piece, which actually helped it out a little bit. Yeah. The fact that it was set in the forties allowed for like the cheesiness to be okay, because we look back at the forties and we're like, oh, that's cheesy. Mm. So that that just kind of added to it. But um, the story of it being not really like it wasn't all about being like super patriotic, like. Captain America. It's right. all about America. It was really just the story of an underdog rising up to defeat a bully. Right. An overzealous bully. And it, it captured the the tone of Captain America and the character and everything. Chris Evans was fantastic in it, despite the doubts that people had there. And despite the fact that he previously played Human Torch mm-hmm. in the Fantastic Four series. He he nailed this, and it's going to be really really interesting to see Evans and Downey Jr. and the Avengers, kind of like clashing egos and everything for that leadership role. The I'm more I'm excited
0: mostly for Robert Downey Jr. Yeah, the Avengers. I just think he did a good job as Iron Man. He did did absolutely
1: can't argue with that at all. Did you see Captain America? No, no.
0: So I'm gonna see all these things. Yeah, you know, I don't know. We got to get you
1: caught up before the Avengers comes out. No, I
0: get what's going on. I just don't really. I never really cared for Captain America.
1: You'll be missing so Thor, much if you uh, don't see it before the Avengers, though. Why? Am you I will. There? They're going to have callbacks to these movies. Yeah. They're going to reference things that happened in them. You'll they'll see a guy and you'll be like, "Where did he come from?" And be like, "Well, if you saw Thor, if you saw Captain America, yeah. you'd understand." They're they're out for a reason. <laughs> they're mm-hmm. building to connect. Okay. Okay. We'll have like an Avengers marathon prior to seeing <laughs> the Avengers. Okay. Yeah. I'm going to do that anyways. I know you are. And that leaves me with the number one choice. The number one. Number one. Now, when the Geekies were awarded, there was a a definite choice by the generation. They chose their favorite movie of the year. Do you remember what it was? It was Super 8? It was. Yeah. My number one is Uh, Super 8. Yay! I agree with the generation. I saw that one. Yeah. I saw it with you. That was amazing. So well done. It was even better the second time I watched it. Yeah. I watched it it with her and her family and they they enjoyed it. It was really good. Uh, J.J. Abrams is just a master storyteller. He makes things that are character driven. So regardless of what actually happens, granted, you still want it to be interesting. It's all about the characters and their connections with each other. Yeah. And this movie was so much that. Yeah. It's also as Steven Spielberg producing has a lot of his elements in there, Mm -hmm. especially the score for yeah. me you hear the music and you hear the way it sounds and you think et yeah you think back to the future it has those chimes and those dings and those it's got that spielbergian music element and he's got so, his character in it yeah you so, know his mon not spielberg right right jj J. abrams uh, monster. The monster and all that the alien and it, it it was just a it was a great nostalgic perfect package like I bet part of the reason I like it so much is the nostalgia. Mm. Like it was a great story on its own and the movie was fantastic. But then you add in that music portion to kind of connect you to your childhood and wake up those kinds of emotions and things. And it really is. I feel like if I was a kid now and I watched Super 8, that would be like my Goonies. Well, I was just going to say, yeah, that's what
0: people ask. Well, what was it like? like? It's like the Goonies meets Cloverfield.
1: Yeah. If you'd seen Cloverfield. I always describe it as E.T. meets the Goonies. Okay, that works. For me, because E.T. 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 is like the quintessential Spielbergian.
0: E.T. was nice.
1: Yeah. E.T. didn't eat people. I never saw Cloverfield either, though. So. You didn't? No. And this isn't a fan footage movie either. That's mm. the other reason I don't use it. But you go with whatever description you want to go with. I'm not okay. going to stop you. <laughs> I'm not here to overrule your movie descriptions to others. But uh, Super 8 is definitely the best movie of the year. Do yep. you disagree? or No, I agree. Yeah, okay. Definitely. Yeah. So not only is the generation. Yeah, what was Green your other? Bad.
0: Was it Cap? It must have been Captain America then.
1: Because I remember you saying, oh, there's another movie that was so close. It was Captain America yeah. got close. But then on rewatching them and everything, too, they still both hold up incredibly well. They were both. Yeah. They were my only movies of the year that were both 10 out of 10s. Okay, me. that's what it was. That's why it was such a competition. And I actually found this list very hard to create this year, as I had mentioned to you before. So many of the movies, it's not that it was a bad movie year necessarily. It's just that so many movies were very close to each other that I had a hard time choosing one over another mm. as being any better than another. I had a lot of movies that were like 9 out of 10s and 8 out of yeah. 10s. And the 8s kind of like disqualified themselves because there were so many 9s. But that's that's the way it is. But this is what it came down to. And as I did last year, I did break up some other things. In addition to the top 10, some honorable mentions yeah. that I'd like to recommend. Uh, they weren't getting on the list. They didn't quite make it, but they were at least 9 out of 10 movies. Yeah, One is called Happy Thank You More, Please. That's been playing on uh, whatever movie channel I have. Really? Yeah. I. Um, it never hit the theaters as far as I know. It was straight to DVD. Uh, stars, uh, I don't know the actor's name that plays Ted Mosby on How I Met Your Mother. And, um, oh, it's killing me that I don't remember her name because she's awesome. She was in Jack and Bobby. She was in Shooter, uh, the redhead, Kate Mara. Kate Mara, that's her name. (laughs) You're like, I don't know what you're talking about. Uh, They were both great in it. And I thought it was awesome because it was one of the more realistic depictions of a real life relationship and that whole courtship and Mm -hmm. how it can possibly play out. I, I really liked it. And it kinda surprised me. It was just one of those things.
0: See when it's playing. Yeah. I'll deviate. It was one of
1: those things that was kinda like on the list and I was like, if I get around to it, I'll watch it. And then I ended up really, really liking it. Okay. Uh, also Horrible Bosses. I really liked. I know you had said that people built it up for you uh, too much. Yeah. Um Horrible Bosses, I really liked. I thought it was next to the best
0: part of that movie was what's her face. Pretty much naked.
1: (laughs) I never found her to be all that attractive, but that.
0: That movie was that just movie something. That movie did it. <laughs> I think that she put it. a little weight on. That's why. Like, really? She wasn't so thin looking. Hmm. She's still thin, but right. wasn't like scary thin. Interesting. I don't
1: know. I S- just, I just, just. That movie worked. My brain stopped working when I saw her, so right. I didn't think about it yeah. too yeah. much. <laughs> uh, but I found Horrible Bosses to be really, really funny. Uh, Warrior just didn't make the cut. It was good. It was, was kind of like The Fighter last year, yeah. but just with MMA instead. Uh, maybe like, it's a little the long. MMA version of Rocky I
0: mean, you can't, there's no, no, there's not it was a little,
1: a little, a little longer it than it was to long. Be. Yeah. Two and a half hours. Yeah, it was long, a little longer than necessary. And lastly, mission impossible ghost protocol. I dug, I, I thought it was it. cool. It was one of the better, uh, mission impossible movies for sure. Uh, I do have a couple movies that were better than expected. Oh. These aren't necessarily like eight, nines, and tens, but they are things that I probably expected to be like... You walked in and said, this is going to suck. Yes. And it turned out to be pretty good. And it caught me off guard, and it made at least like a seven. Yep. So I was not expecting these to be as good. Just Go With It, which was the Adam Sandler, Jennifer Aniston comedy. Oh. Which I thought was just going to be absolute garbage. Yeah. It was all right. It wasn't so bad. It ended up being a lot better than I thought it was going to be. Is that one of his movies? Is that a Happy Madison thing? I think they all are at this point. I wasn't sure, or if somebody just casted him in a movie. No, I think I think it's I think any movie he does now has to have Happy Madison involved in some capacity. I think oh. it's part of his deal okay. at this point. Um, Paul was better than I thought oh, it was going to yeah, be. The alien movie, and that's mainly because I do not like Seth Rogen. I no, do not, I like Seth and he voiced him. the alien. So, but uh, Simon Pegg and uh, his constant cohort, who I cannot remember his name.
0: The chubby kid with yeah. the dark hair.
1: Yeah, it was very geeky. I mean, there's a lot of Comic-Con stuff yeah. in there. So that was funnier than I expected it to be. Uh, Rise of the Planet of the Apes mm-hmm. didn't make my top ten. I know a lot of people will probably argue with me about that, but I am not a fan of the franchise. No, me neither. That's my biggest gripe with it, is that I just don't care that much about the previous movies. And while this one was good, I didn't care for the ending either. But I still thought overall this was way better than I expected it to be, and that's largely in part to Andy Serkis' performance.
0: How how bad could the ending be? I mean, isn't this supposed to be a prequel to Planet of the Apes? Isn't the Apes rising up to take over? Yeah, it is. Uh, It's building up to the ending. I don't. It it just felt.
1: It just felt very (laughs) anticlimactic. Oh, all right. It was just like, eh. You think it was
0: anticlimactic because you knew how it was going to end? No, I didn't know how it was going to end. No. See, I I would have gone into that knowing, like, all right, well, obviously. The apes are going
1: to win. But it's not even that. Like, it's not. I don't want to say. Oh, okay. Yeah, it's it's not. what It just ends in a weird place. And you're like, oh, really? Okay. I don't know. Um, And lastly, Fright Night was way better than I thought. And you know I don't like horror movies. But I watched it mainly because David Tennant was in it. The 10th Doctor. Yep. And I liked it a lot more than I thought I would. It was very, Mm. very good. Those are the ones that are better than I expected. Did you Mm -hmm. see anything that you thought was maybe exceeded your expectations? I didn't. No. No. Yeah, I I, just didn't watch too much at all. I
0: really didn't. (laughs) No. No, I just. I don't know. Uh,
1: I do have three movies that were tremendous letdowns. Oh, the huge, the bombs, the ones that I was really looking forward to. Yep. Or just even moderately looking forward to. I was like, this is going to be good. I'm going to like this, and it just was terrible. Just really bad. Uh, one of those we mentioned last week was Hugo. Yep. Hugo, I was looking forward to because it looked really great. Mine's Scorsese. He's a great mm-hmm. director. It had a lot of things going for it. And the trailer was awesome. It was just so drawn out and got really dull. There were really, there were a lot of elements in it that were fantastic. And uh, if it had been kind of tightened up, mm-hmm. it could have been a really good movie. But it just, I got so bored watching it. Uh, Rango. Rango, movie. yeah, it was still great from a visual effects standpoint, and I really liked it visually, but ultimately kind of boring, mm. very dull, yeah. didn't care for it, and lastly, uh, and I've said this before, this was easily the worst movie I saw last year, The Hangover Part 2. Oh, I thought you were going to say the uh, the one that we had to go see. Which one?
0: The the Oh, Abduction? The, yeah.
1: No, Hangover Part 2 was so worse bad, than Abduction, I, I thought. I thought... And and I wasn't expecting anything out of abduction, <laughs> but Hangover Two, especially after Hangover being on my top ten last year, I think it was. Oh wait, I no, not watch last Hangover year. Hangover two years too. ago, two years ago, Hangover was my number ten. I but, did watch uh, that movie in the part two. Uh, yeah. yeah,
0: it was. It was exactly. It was, it was a
1: giant experience. retread, and it wasn't funny. No. I was not laughing, and I don't know if it was because it was a retread or if it just was not written funnily, funnily, funny. <laughs> It was yeah, just a huge stinker. Comedy missing from it. Yeah. Something was off. It was like all the 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 formula was there, but someone forgot to put the humor in. Yeah. I don't know. We'll have to see if what they do with the third one. Yeah. Well, the third one's not supposed to be even similar to the, right. the other two. It's supposed to be a complete departure from that formula. So who knows. I I might not even bother seeing it cuz this one was so bad. I will wait to see I'll wait a few days and see what they put on like rotten tomatoes. Yeah. What people are saying you wait for what I say. Because <laughs> I'll, I'll end weeks. up watching yeah. it anyway. Oh, the torture. <laughs> anyway, uh, that's also our show for this week. Oh. Yeah. So, believe it or not, we're at the end here. We are. Do you have a final thought or something you'd like to plug? Uh, Well, well this could have been
0: a freak out. I don't know why I didn't get into it. It's no big deal. I finally got my pictures from the photo shoot we did oh, in yeah. November. Yep. Almost had to go the hard way to get them. But yes, said <laughs> I made one last ditch effort with the photographer to. Em- yeah. I do. I do embarrass him to get the pictures. It was ridiculous. I shouldn't have to do that. No, that's. But not But I learned a lesson from now on. Contract. But if you go to um, the SBV Fitness Facebook dot com slash SBV Fitness, yep. I put up a couple pictures anyway. So I'll be putting up more. But I'm if you glad want to I'm see excited.
1: Mike Volpe shirtless, as well as some James other shirtless. very ripped individuals,
0: yes, and some pretty girls, yes. Mm-hmm. You can go there. You can go there and check that out. Yep. Uh, yep. Gamer tag for uh,
1: Xbox Live is Mike from the gym. And if he ever plays any of these new games coming out this year, you can yeah. you can compete against That's him right. or, or play with him. And maybe. you'll beat me. <laughs> I'm going to set the bar low. You're going to beat me. It's all about the game and experience. Right. Uh, if you want to see any of our things that we talked about on this week or prior week, so just go visit us. You can go over to thegeekgeneration.com. There's a button to subscribe in iTunes. Please do that. Also rate the show and write a review. You can't imagine how much that helps us out. If you have any questions, comments, insults, or topics you would like us to discuss on a future episode, please send those to podcast at thegeekgeneration.com or at geekgeneration on Twitter or leave a voicemail at 508-316-9787. And as always, the show theme is provided by Machiné Supremacy. A link to their site can also be found on our site. So signing off of episode 72. We will see you guys next week. Bye. Later.
0: Make it so.